This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. In a world without a single unified voice, humanity has been left searching for answers to the unknown. Now, one podcast has the power to change that and to spread its voice across the earth for all mankind to hear. Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Okay, say something so I can make sure my recorder's picking you up. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. It is picking you up. It's working. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? I'd rather not. (laughs) (laughs) He's... All right, let me pull my notes. I up. bet he's a great cook. I bet, I bet he, he really is a great cook. Uh, yeah. He's great at everything, except that everything that he would cook you would be healthy. You would never get bur- yeah. burgers or or pizza or anything. It would all be grilled chicken breasts. <laughs> you know, no, you you get pizza, but it'd be like flatbread and quinoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and protein shakes to drink. So. <laughs> protein shake to wash down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 51 of Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. My name is Sean Ray and sitting across the virtual table from me is a recovering John Irons. John, how are you? I guess I'm recovering. What am I recovering, recovering from? Recovering from your root canal earlier this week. Oh yeah. <laughs> it really it really wasn't that bad actually. Um, they used a localized anesthetic. I was like in and out in an hour. Um, but then it, it came out because I was messing with it. So they had to put it back in. Oh, <laughs> I had one uh, last year, and yeah, you, you always hear hear the horror stories. And I guess it was different back in the day. I don't know if they used a different kind of anesthetic or whatever, but yeah, I didn't feel anything when they did it. You know, just pressure, and then it got sore later on. the The medicine that they gave me knocked me kind of loopy, but <laughs> that was about it. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really get that. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a lot. Uh, uh, they, they probably uh, it's, a, it's probably a lot less painful now. Yeah. Well, it's it's just the two of us tonight, mainly because I wanted to experiment with some uh, various ways of doing the show. I haven't really been happy with the quality of Skype lately because whenever we record a show, for some reason, what I'm getting from the other side kind of cuts in and out. And that and that shows up on the recording because I'm recording what's coming off a of, off of Skype, and I have to splice all that out. You know, you'll be talking, 
and I'll like lose a couple of words in the middle, you know, and stuff like that. And it's, it's all, it's all Skype, you know, so Skype's not really designed for podcasting. It's designed for grandma wanting to talk to her, her kid, her grandkids, you know, like <laughs> that kind of thing. So, right. uh, but we, we use it for podcasting because it's what everybody uses. So, but I'm, I'm wanting to experiment with some, with some different things, um, without having to buy really expensive uh, software and things like that. So so we're going to try a couple of things. Tonight we're using, for any of you podcasting nerds out there that actually want to take a look behind the curtain, we're using a program called Source Connect Now, which is uh, it's free right now because it's in beta. When it comes out of beta, I think they're going to charge you $8 a month or something like that. And uh, But it's, it's worth a try because it actually sounds pretty good at what I'm hearing right now while we're recording. And when we start editing, I don't know, it may be different. <laughs> but right now, right now it sounds pretty good. So, uh, so we're going we're gonna to do this and, we're, and we'll try a couple other things in some upcoming shows and we'll, we'll keep, you, keep you posted. But um, I got a couple things I want to talk about before we go into our main topic. But one is I contacted Mental Floss about what happened to the... <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the amazing fact generator and they said that it is out of commission because of some kind of technical difficulties so uh they sent me a link to their instagram where they have a bunch of facts that they add every day so i thought i'd just go to this instagram and read three three random facts off of the uh it's not it's not as much of a it's not really as random as it could be because I see six of them at a time, and I'm picking which ones I want to. I want to say instead of just something random coming up. But probably so random. Like I mean, yeah. Are you are you ready for three semi random facts? <laughs> I, I am. Okay. I, am. I trust your judgment. All right. Uh, number one: newborn elephants suck their trunks for comfort. Oh, yeah, that's adorable. Oh, they're little trunk thumbs. Um. Let's see. Female bats give birth while hanging upside down, catching the baby in their wings as it drops. I guess this is going to be all about babies. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to decide if that's adorable or gross. That's, I think it's kind of scary. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's gross, and then the baby falls. And what if the mom's not a very good catch? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, that's like that's, that's yeah, like a location I can't miss. Right. <laughs> Uh, and Viking men wore makeup. It doesn't even oh, say, sure. it doesn't even say it was like battle makeup. It just says that they wore makeup. So it was like I don't know. Maybe it's Maybelline. I think I think I think you read that wrong. I'm sure that's supposed to say Viking babies. Viking babies wore makeup. <laughs> wore makeup. And they didn't wear those hats with the horns on them that everybody always whenever you see them in the movies and on cartoons sure. and stuff they're wearing that stupid hat they didn't wear those hats we put those hats on them in uh in uh plays and things like that back in the day but okay so um like i said we got a a, a few things to talk about one is no, wait, 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 but, go ahead but, but before we before we the topic uh, tell them what the topic is, and then we'll, then we'll come up with it. The topic is we're going to we're going to take uh, cartoons and TV shows and things like that 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 we think that they should make a movie out of, and we're going to cast it. We're going to say who we think should play the various parts in those uh, in those properties. So uh, 
So that's going to be fun. And it was actually, it was actually a little harder than I thought it would be to, to do that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, before I'm looking back, I only came up with three, but I like wrote a complete script for the third one. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So this is going to be a four hour episode while John reads his script to us. <laughs> uh, what? I'll just, I'll just yada, yada, yada to a lot. I'm pulling up this uh, this list of uh, TV shows that have been canceled because uh, actually some of these we already knew that they were going to end, but I guess it's just the networks are announcing, right. hey, these are the shows that are not coming back this fall. And some of them I didn't know were being canceled. Some of them I'm not surprised they're being canceled. Some of them we already knew about. But I just thought I'd run down the list and we'd talk about which if any of these were were a real surprise. Um and there, there's quite a few of them, but um, the first one that I mean, I, I, I was kind of surprised to find out that American Crime was being taken off the air because I thought that was a fairly successful show. I yeah, like I mean, I know obviously named man. This is this is cutting out too. I did my writings, but can you hear me? This is cutting out too. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, crap, this is a. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting out for you. Yeah, you're cutting out, and I don't know if it's it's. I got f- I got full internet connection. I don't know. Maybe this isn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Right. Yeah, when you but when you start talking, it starts out fine, and then I just I can't hear what you say for a few seconds. We may have to just. I'm getting aggro. See, see, one of the problems is that I I record the show in my den, and my den is kind of far away from the router and oh you know it just did it to you 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 just you just dropped out for us okay so it's not my internet connection it's this program okay so let's hang this up and let's go to skype yeah i think that's i think that's good yeah let me uh so i'll disconnect and i'll I'll call you on skype give me about two minutes to pull skype up that's fine okay grab a soda all right Hey, we're the Millennial Falcon Podcast, a pop culture podcast by three geeky millennials. We're hosted by Anya Crittenton, Hui Chen Bui, and Willoughby Dobbs. The three of us met in college, bonding over Game of Thrones and Disney. While we've moved past Game of Thrones, we now bond once a week in a podcast that covers everything from superheroes to musicals to summer reading to Pokemon Go. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Falcon Podcast and listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Come for the hot takes, stay for the snark and puns. And the friendship that lasts forever. Hey everybody, I'm Troy. And I'm AJ. And we're the hosts of the World War G podcast. And we know Sean and John do great things, but if you need just that little bit more nerd in your life. A little bit more geek in your week. Then head on over to worldwarg.podbean.com where we talk about everything from movies and television. Comic books and video games. Check us out at worldwarg.podbean.com dot com back to you sean okay so uh listeners i don't know how much of that i edited out but uh we uh we're not using source connect now we are (laughs) we are back on skype and uh we'll i i mean we've got a couple other things that we'll try in future shows i just you know i just want to find the the best solution for all these issues that we've been having the last few episodes but there's another program called Zencaster 
that we've used before. You know, we might try that again. Um, so, anyway, what we were talking about was the uh, the TV shows that have been canceled, and I was saying that I was surprised that American Crime was being canceled because I thought it was fairly successful. Have you seen American Crime before? I've seen. Um Yes, I've, I've seen like an episode here or an episode there. Hey, you you sound like you're in a can. Like can, a total can, can you hear me? You sound like really? you're you sound like you're in like at the bottom of a well. <laughs> Maybe I am at the bottom of a well. <laughs> Hang on, let me let me switch to uh, speaker. That's much better. Yes, that's better. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you were saying American Crime. Yeah, I've I've seen. Um, um, uh, I think I, I I probably saw the most episodes of the first season, um, and I probably saw three or four episodes, um, and maybe like one from like the second season and one or two from the last season. Yeah, and it. I mean, it's great. It's really really good. But you know, it's man, it's it's <laughs> depressing. Yeah, it is. A, it, it is, is a, depressing. Yeah, it's it's a show that'll. Yeah, I'll run you through the ringer. I, I, I like how they, every season, it's kind of like a, an anthology, so every season is a completely new story, but they use almost all the same actors just playing different characters. Right. Uh, it's, that's interesting to see that the, the, the way that they recast a show using the same people and all that. But but it had three seasons, and this season was <laughs> was the same. It was it was depressing. It was all about uh, human trafficking. Um. So there was all kinds of aspects of human trafficking, but the the last episode of the season, I thought that the very last scene of the last episode made no sense. I didn't even realize it was the last episode, you know. But uh, if you uh, if you watch this season, you'll know what I'm talking. I don't want to spoil it for any listeners that want to check that out. But also American Gothic, I've never seen that, and it's going away. Um, APB. He's being canceled, which is a show that I've meant to watch, and I just haven't gotten around to it. What is that? Is that what it sounds like? APB. It, yeah, it's like a cop show, but it's like in the future or something like that. Um, Aquarius, which I, to tell you the truth, I didn't even know it was still on. That's the isn't that the David Duchovny uh, show where he's playing a, a cop looking for the yeah. serial killer or something like that. Uh, Bates Motel. I don't I know. Was that a show? Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. No, well, Bates Motel is on the list, which I, I don't know why, because we knew it was ending. That was the this was supposed to be the last season. Uh, the Blacklist Redemption is being canceled. Um, Black Sales Bloodline Bloodline I think is a Netflix show. It's being canceled. It is. yeah, it's being canceled. Bones I think everybody knew it was going away. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> It's time. Yeah, yeah, it's been around for a while. Uh, it's yeah. Brain Dead. I've never heard of. Uh, Brain Dead was. I didn't even know that was supposed to be. Like, I never got the sense that that was supposed to be like a recurring uh, show. Like, I wasn't expecting a second season. It, they they, they kind of build it as almost like uh, like a like a summer filler, like a little mini series yeah. kind of deal. And basically, the the premise is. Um, the reason that that everyone in Washington is um, ineffective and incompetent is because they've been taken over by aliens. 
So, like, little alien bugs are in the brains of our leading politicians, and that's why <laughs> that's why they don't get anything done. Yeah. And they seem to work against us because they are working against us. I think a lot of times that some of these shows are just supposed to be a miniseries, and then they get popular, and networks want to make money, so they put out a second season. But anyway, that one's going away. The Catch... I didn't watch this season at all. Last season was okay, um, but it was just kind of every episode. Nothing really ever happened. <laughs> the characters. Yeah, it was. Okay. I think I saw the first, like the first three or four episodes, and I was like, okay, I could, you know. Yeah. The catch is the catch is on is on like right on that bubble of shows that, um, if, like, if there's nothing better on. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's fine. I'll watch. I'll catch up. I'll watch the catch, but. We're in the golden age of television, so there's always something better. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got so many different outlets to be able to watch. You know, uh, Criminal Minds Beyond Borders is being canceled. Uh, Doubt. I don't. I don't even know what Doubt is. Uh, Doctor Ken. I was kind of surprised because I thought that that was a successful show. Um, I've seen it a few times. It's pretty. It's. It was pretty funny. Um, Emerald City. I never got around to watching. Kind of a, oh, like, the dark spin on the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that's fine. I, <laughs> I, watched, <laughs> I watched. I watched the first season and it was okay. It was okay. It, it was. It was kind of longer than it should have been. Like they, you could tell. Like when they did kind of an interesting take on the Wizard of Oz story, I, I liked it, but. Uh, the they they kind of tried to force a romantic story in that didn't really make a lot of sense, and it's certainly for not you know like you know they they were trying to put like this you know this angel Buffy level of you know I, I will give anything for you I'm like you just met the guy like a week ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> like come on I mean I get come on just slow it down. But yeah, they they if they had kind of toned that part that aspect down. I would have liked it better. I'm gonna. But maybe they only knew the <laughs> maybe they knew they only had one season. They're like, you know, we got to get all this out. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna jump through some because some of these I've never heard of, and like I said, some of these we already knew about. Uh, frequencies being canceled. I watched a few episodes of it. It was okay, but you know, the first couple episodes kind of. Reminded me a lot of the movie, but then they went into more of the 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 cop drama kind of stuff with it because they made her uh, the main character is a girl instead of a guy like it was in the movie, and they made her dad a cop instead of a firefighter, and so you know he's got cases that he's working on. Well, he's working on cases in the past, and she's working on the same case in the future. You know, so and it kind so of he failed. Do what? <laughs> I like well then clearly he failed. Yeah, <laughs> true. If they're working on the same case and he got to it first and she's still working on it. Yeah, she finds she she finds clues in the future that he uses in the past to you know that kind of thing. And like I said, I, I've only seen the first three or four episodes. So I may not be be uh, being fair. You know, it it could be it could have changed. I don't know. But the first you know four or five episodes, that's what it looked like. It was kind of going to. Um, Girl Meets World, that's going away, um, which is a kid's show anyway. Imaginary Mary, I tried to watch the first episode. It was awful. 
<laughs> well, you know what? I I didn't know what it was, and I was like flipping through the channels, or I was I had it on for. Oh, you know what it was? I think it comes on right before Agents of Shield or something. It must. Yeah, it's, it's on at like eight thirty. Yeah, so like, so my DVR caught the tail end like the last minute. I was like, "What? That okay? All right, that looks interesting." Yeah, I, I, I don't know that it looked good, but it looked interesting. I thought it looked interesting, and I tried to watch it, and it wasn't. <laughs> uh, Last Man Standing—that's the one that everybody's outraged about because they they're claiming that it's a political move between uh, Disney and uh, Tim Allen because Tim Allen is conservative and he's a Trump supporter, and they're saying, you know, and his show Last Man really? Standing, yeah, Last Man Standing is not. Um, I mean, I watch Last Man Standing. I think it's funny. I like. I think Tim Allen's funny. You know, I try to look past politics when I'm watching. Yeah, it, did, comedy, it didn't look like you know? it was especially. Uh, it didn't look like a very political voice on that show. It, it, it doesn't slap you in the face with politics. There's kind of a uh, Archie Bunker meathead relationship going on with him and his son-in-law. You know that kind of thing. Um, Without all the, without all the racism and sexism, <laughs> well, there is a little bit of sexism, but they leave they leave the racism part out. But anyway, um, it's a you know it's a pretty good show. I used to watch Home Improvement, so I I, I was a Tim Allen fan already. And uh, but you know there people are claiming that because he's a Trump supporter and a- ABC Disney is staunchly liberal. You know that that it was politics because the the show got pretty decent ratings. It was a it was a a decent uh, show for Friday nights. You know, for the amount of ratings that you would expect to get on a Friday night, it pulled in pretty good numbers. You know, so uh, the leftovers they already announced that this was the last season. So yeah, that's that's another one of those shows where you don't. You know, it's not a sitcom. You don't expect it to just keep going. Yeah. Like, it, there's, there's clearly a story that they're telling. It's based on that, a book. You know, it's based on a book. So, you, right. unless you're going to add to the book, then there's only as you can only go so far. Um, Making History. I don't know if you've seen Making History. I saw the first two, three episodes of Making History, and I thought it was hilarious. Is that the one where the guy's got like a time machine, but he just uses like to get a date or something? Yeah, he's it's like a big duffel bag, and he gets in it, and it takes him back in time, and he goes back in time because he fa- he falls in love with this woman in the past, so he's going back in time to see her, and uh, in the first episode, where I, I think what happens is uh, something happens in the past. There's some problem that comes up that he can't solve it, and he works as like a a janitor or a coach or something at a college. So he goes and gets the history professor at the college and takes him back in time with him to help him solve this problem. And then hijinks ensue. They start, they start changing history and having to go back and fix things and, and stuff like that. And it's, you know, I, I thought it was pretty funny. The ones that I saw, I haven't watched the entire season, but, uh, but you know, they're, it's not getting it, but it's, it's again, it's Fox, you know, Fox doesn't really give things time to grow. They want to put stuff out there. If it doesn't hit right away, then they take it down. You know, they don't really give it a chance to to really become something. Um, they, when we did our episode last year about canceled shows that we thought should have been given more time or whatever, most of those shows were Fox. You yeah. know, because Fox keeps doing that. Um, I don't want to take up too much time on this, but uh, Powerless is being canceled. Have you seen Powerless? Yeah. 
You don't like it. That's <laughs> about right. It's it's not it's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, but it's not really funny. It's it's, it's it tries. It has it's, funny it's formula- moments. Yeah. It's formulaic funny. Yeah. It has funny moments. There are it, there it, when I'm watching it. There's a, in each episode. There's at least one time where I laugh out loud. Yeah. Now I'm not laughing the whole time, but <laughs> there's like there's a one maybe two laughs per per episode. Yeah, and you know, given the nature of the show, given what it's about, um, and given who's in it, I should have more laughs than that. That's true. Yeah, it does have some. It does have some uh, comedic names in it that should that should deliver more. Um, I don't know why Rush Hour is on this list because that was last. I think it, I don't even think it's on anymore. I think it was canceled last year. Um, Scream Queens is being canceled. Uh, girl who went to high school is actually the girl that sings the theme song to that show. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen the the show. It's kind of a it's kind of a a I've, mix between Pretty Little Liars and like horror movies. Because Jamie, yeah, Jamie Lee I've Curtis seen, is in it, yeah. I think I've seen like two halves. <laughs> <laughs> I saw like the the tail end of because I think like Halima was was binging them. Yeah. Ka- so I saw like the tail end of one and like the beginning of another. Kind of one episode, yeah. Yeah. Um, Son of Zorn. I never really liked that show to begin with. I thought I was going to like it, but I didn't. Uh, time after time, I think got canceled before the first episode was finished airing. <laughs> this is a time. This is a time travel action show, and they talk way too much. <laughs> it's just talk, 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 talk. You know, it's, is, it, is it time after time based on like the movie Time After Time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's 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 about H.G. Uh, Wells, and he's chasing he's chasing Jack the Ripper through time, and yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. It was a good movie. Yeah, and it it did not translate very well to a TV show. <laughs> like I said, they ju- they just talk too much, and it may have just been. I only watched the first episode. It may have just been that episode because it was supposed to be uh, movie length. It was supposed to be a two hour episode, uh, and maybe they just had to pack it with a bunch of talking. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that I think that's it. Workaholics is being canceled. Vice Principals is being canceled. The Vampire Diaries, I think we already knew that. Teen Wolf, I didn't even know was still on the air. Uh, yeah, that's it. So, um, the other thing, I mean, I had a lot of things that I put on the list of things to talk about, but the one thing I did want to mention is that apparently the Farrelly brothers are writing scripts for American Gods now. Have you seen have you seen this this week's episode of American Gods? No. You haven't seen it? Yeah. I I have. I watched it. Oh, okay. Uh, watched... It wasn't a bad episode. Neil Gaiman says it's his favorite episode. Uh yeah, I I liked it. Um you know, like I said before, a big fan of the book. And they never really you never saw her perspective of what she went through uh in the book. In the yeah. book she just, you know, he he drops the coin and then she shows up. And he's like, where'd you go? It's like, yeah, it was dark and it was cold and I was lonely and you shine like a light and I came to you basically. Yeah. Um, so, so it was, it was, and this is what like shows like this is what I was hoping that the show would do where they expand. You know, upon, they can, yeah. Yeah. They expand upon and they don't, you know, they're not overwriting the story. They're not changing it. They're just expanding it 
Mm-hmm. Um, the, the only issue I had with the show, with that episode, was the fight where uh, she's fighting the, the technical thugs. We'll yeah, the faceless guys, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, there was no... It, it is. It's like they when Star's show does a fight, it's like they're just on autopilot. So they all look the same. They're all amazingly, ridiculously gory. I'm going to run at you, you know? real fast, and then it's going to go slow motion when we make a punch. Yeah, know, and, and, I'll, and I'll, you know... You know, if if I cut you, it's not going to bleed. It's going to be a geyser yeah. of viscera. Yeah. I'm like, it's no, there's no... And and honestly, it was it was not it was not good. Like, yeah. <laughs> like because the whole show, I mean, there were it, there were funny parts, but it didn't have that vibe. And and then they did that fight scene, and it was just cartoonish. Yeah. And I, and you know, like, yeah, it was it was that was that was a little disappointing. And I hope that they don't do that every time that there's a fight but I get the sense that that's what they're going to do. Yeah, to, to, just to let the listeners know what we're talking about, I'm, on this week's episode of American Gods, it was, um, the whole episode was about Laura and what happened to her and how, if you've read the book, and this is a, a little bit of a spoiler for the show, but if you've read the book, you know that Laura dies before Shadow gets out of prison and um, and this, and then he she comes back because he, puts a magic coin on her grave he doesn't know it's a magic coin he puts a coin there and it brings her back to life and this is kind of the story of what happened to her that all that stuff from her perspective so she goes into the afterlife and she kind of has to fight her way out and all that kind of stuff and and then the reason i said is written by this episode must have been written by the fairly brothers they had a horrible diarrhea scene for no apparent reason <laughs> she she's she's in this house and uh, which we find out is her friend's house and she's trying to sew her arm back on because it fell off like she's a zombie or something and uh well no they they cut the one of the during the fight yeah it came guys. off yeah it, it got cut off yeah it, so she cut, yeah so she yeah. uh she's sewing it back on and her stomach starts making noises and she's grabbing her stomach like it hurts well then her friend comes in and they start having a conversation well, she, her friends start screaming, you know, that kind of conversation. And then, uh, and then she says, uh, listen, you can scream if you have to, but I have to use your bathroom. And she sits down on the toilet and then it's just, it's like the scene with, uh, from Dumb and Dumber, you know, where she sits on the toilet and makes all these diarrhea noises and everything. And it's, I was, I was watching, I was like, why is this part of it? And she says, oh, it's formaldehyde. It's coming out of everything. I was like, it's, it's not coming out of your mouth. <laughs> so, I don't know. It was, it was weird. Anyway. That actually didn't bother me. <laughs> that didn't bother you. The fight bothered you, but that didnn't bother you. It, 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 it just seemed out of place for that show and for the tone the that, for the, tone that the show is going for. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk Go ahead. Counts. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was about to say, I don't know if this counts as a spoiler, but at one point, she, she kicks a guy in the balls. And his skull and spine shoot out of the top. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I'm like, that. first of all, 
All of a sudden, she's got superpowers because she came back to life or something. You know? I don't even mind the superpowers part. Fine. The, the coin gave you magic powers. That's fine. Yeah. But there is no way if you kick somebody. I don't care how hard you kick them. That's the whole point of a spine. It would collapse. It wouldn't shoot up like it's a... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean... Uh, uh, pointless. Yeah, over the top and pointless. We did get a we got a we got a, a Star Trek Discovery trailer this week. Have you watched the trailer yet? I did. I, I, well, twice. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say that most of what I saw I liked. I liked the trailer overall. I'm extremely optimistic for the series. The only thing that I didn't like there's a lot of influence from the Kelvin Universe films here because. There was a lot of lens flare. I don't know if you noticed when they're when they're showing the ship. Yeah, there was a lot of lens flare uh, on the bridge. Uh, I I know that those movies are going to be used as somewhat of reference because it looks like they're kind of bridging that gap because the 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 Kelvin would have been in the past from where this is set because this is ten years before Kirk took over the Enterprise and the Kelvin happened when he was born. So the Kelvin we got all those lens flare shots in the Kelvin, which was in the prime universe before, you know, all the time travel started happening in that, in that movie. So they're trying to kind of bridge that gap between the Kelvin universe and the prime universe and, and try and have a little bit of both, I guess. Uh, they, they, they want to cater to the people. There are Star Trek fans out there that only know Star Trek from those three films, you know, so they're, they're trying to cater to those people and get them to come watch this show too, you know, I don't. I don't know how I feel about the Klingons. I'm not. I'm not having a seizure over the Klingons the way people are online. <laughs> I know they. They definitely look different. Uh, I've heard rumors that it's going to be explained in the show that this is like some kind of uh, ancient Klingon civilization that's going to be. You know brought back or something like that and that's why they look different i don't know we'll just have to we'll just have to wait and see and that that that'll be what september october something like that before we before we find out but i'm i'm on board what do you think of it it looked good um it, it was very cinematic yeah uh, i mean obviously you know there it was you know you can really discern a lot <clears throat> excuse me from the plot of, of, of what the plot was going to be um, I looked very Star Trekky. Uh, I I am curious also about how they're going to work the the timeline because it, I mean there's definitely a bunch of different alien races um, on this ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if they're just in a part of space that has a lot of aliens because if, if it is part like the you know original timeline i don't remember that many i don't remember starfleet working with those many aliens or maybe it's just you know they couldn't afford it <laughs> yeah that's what i was gonna say it's, maybe they were there they just couldn't afford the makeup job yeah it's sure. just that they couldn't make they, they they well for one thing they didn't have digital effects in the 60s so they couldn't make they, they couldn't make some of the aliens that they can make now but they also sure. didn't want to have to have everybody sit in a makeup chair for six hours every episode. But now now they can do things. Yeah, it doesn't... I mean, honestly, it's a new Star Trek show. It would have to look like 
dog shit for me to not <laughs> yeah. watch it. And I'd probably still give it a sh- like the first. <laughs> I'd probably still give it like the first episode shot. Uh, so, yeah, and 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 um, was Shaniqua Green? Is that her name? So- Sonica, Sonica Sonica Martin Green, something like that. Martin Green, yeah, yeah, Shaniqua Martin, Martin Green, um, from uh, of Walking Dead fame, yeah. Who, who went out like a boss? Yeah, his last, yes, <laughs> his last season, season finale, um, is 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 the star of the show. So I'm, I mean, uh, definitely on board for that as well. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I hope that it uh, I hope that, I hope that it's good. I've seen a lot of people online um, saying, "Well, it doesn't look like the original series. How does it take place before the original series? Like, what do you want them to do? Make a cardboard set?" <laughs> You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, th- th- this is 2017. If they could make the original series now, it would look like that. It would look like this. Yeah, right? yeah. It would. It wouldn't look like it like it did in the 60s. That was a 60s TV show, you know, with uh, styrofoam rocks and <laughs> animated phaser blasts and things like that. So, don't don't let the don't let the internet get to you, Sean. Just deep breath. Let it go. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, it, it would be different if they're if they're tech looked more futuristic than it did on the show. Now, the only thing that I did notice was that hologram of Sarek. You know, I don't remember see, I don't remember seeing anything like that on, on the original series, but they couldn't afford it. So I guess if they could have well, done it, they, they, they would have. Holograms are easy. Yeah. <laughs> we got holograms now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, let's move on into our, uh, to our main topic, because we lost some time with the... Uh, with the technical difficulties that we had. So this is kind of a game, I guess, uh, because we're living in an age when Hollywood wants to take everything that was old and make it new again. They remake everything. We're about to get our fifth Transformers movie, like it or not. Uh, (laughs) Old cartoons and TV shows are remade in the blockbusters all the time now. So what I thought we'd do is we take some old uh, cartoons and TV shows and things like that that we loved years ago and pretend that they're going to make a movie out of it. And who would we want to star in that movie? So, John, I'll let you go first. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you had mentioned before that this was kind of tough, and it was, because I was thinking of, oh, you know, I'd like to see that, and I was like, oh, wait, no, they're actually doing that. No, wait, no, they already did that. Oh, wait, <laughs> no, I think they're doing that too. Uh, so, at, a, at some at, some point i just kind of quit looking so I, I don't know that these aren't in production somewhere yeah uh but if they are here's here's the dream cast that i want uh so my first one is the uh is the film uh little shop of horrors okay which if you know um is itself a remake for the i think like the original was like from the 50s yeah um so Seymour, and and it's and it would still be a musical. Uh, Seymour, played by Grant Gustin. Okay, I can see that. The Flash. Yeah. Audrey, played by Emily Kinney, who was Beth on The Walking Dead. Ah, yeah. She's a musician. She's a musician in Atlanta. She is. Yeah, she is a singer. Uh. <laughs> Um, 
Mr. Mushnick. At first, I was thinking like Robert De Niro, but uh, I think I'm gonna go James Franco. Okay. Very, very against tight, but I think he could sink his teeth into it. I think he'd enjoy it. The kind of um, the chorus singers, like the background singers who appear in and out of the actual story. Yeah. Uh, One Direction, dressed, <laughs> dressed as, a, as a barbershop quartet. And no one no one else can see them but the audience. Yeah, they don't exist anymore. They, I think they broke up. They did. Yeah. <laughs> they can get back together for the movie, though. <laughs> Dreamcast. Yeah. And in, uh, I would say the original, but in the 80s version... Audrey 2 was played by uh, Levi Stubbs of the Four Tops, I think. So, you know, had his deep, booming, uh, soulful black man voice. My version? Tony Todd. (laughs) Beyonce. (laughs) Beyonce. Because I think it it would be an interesting twist, like, kind of for the story. I mean, obviously, before it speaks, you know, he's kind of treating it like this, you know, lovingly or whatever. And Seymour's a nerd. And basically, in the 80s version, you know, the plant just yells at him to make him do things. Um, And maybe there's a little mind control, but basically, he just scares him. It just intimidates him into Seymour. It intimidates him into, you know, being his lackey until he's strong enough to, um, you know, kind of do things on his own. Um, but my, I have a hypothesis, 87% of every stupid decision a man makes is because of a woman, (laughs) 87%. I hold firm on that number and it is, it makes complete sense that Seymour, who is, you know, unloved, um, would do things because it's sexy, even if it's not that he thinks that it's going anywhere, not that he's trying to, you know, get with the plant, but you know, <laughs> a sexy voice telling you to do something, you're more inclined to do it. Yeah. A little flattery, some, um, some soulful R and B riffs. Yeah. I think there could be an interesting, an interesting jealousy dynamic there between the plant and Audrey over Seymour, yeah. you know, that could, that could, that could lead to some, uh, and, some, you know, some storyline hijinks. <laughs> yeah. And, and she can sound, you know, you know, soulful and, and, and soft and she can sound powerful and scary. Uh, so yeah, I think that that's, that's my, that's my little shop of horrors dreamcast. Okay. Well, the the first one that I'm going to do is Static Shock. I'm ah, I'm not yeah. sure if if I think this would be better to do as its own movie, or I would kind of just like to see Static Shock show up on Legends of Tomorrow and just have a story arc. But if they were going to do a if they were going to do that, then all they would need would be Static himself, you know. But if they were going to make a movie, then they would need all the characters around him and all that kind of stuff. But of course, Static Shock was uh, created as a TV series that was made by the same people that were doing uh, Batman, the animated series, 
and Batman Beyond. This was early two early two thousands, late nineties, maybe maybe ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. Yeah, like late nineties. Yeah. I think. Um, they tied him into the DC continuity somewhat because I think he's been in the comics a few times now, and he's a uh, he was on Justice League Unlimited at least once. I know. So as far yeah. as who I would like to play him, the role has to be played by somebody that's fairly young. So the the usual move is to get somebody that's in their twenties to play a teenager, so that you can get around the child labor laws <laughs> and all that. So. Uh, and I think you have to have somebody that isn't all that well known because when you get a big star to play a superhero, sometimes it's hard to not see the actor for the, right. you know, it, you, you can't, you can't see the hero for the actor, you know? So, um, I think I would go with a young man by the name of, uh, Steven Silver. He, he hasn't done very much. He's, he's on this, this series on Netflix called 13 reasons why. And he plays Marcus, and uh, his only other credit is a short film from 2011 called The Problem with Mr. Withers. And uh, I think that taking a guy that's not very well known and getting him to play Static Shock would probably probably be the way to go. So, um, As far as some of the other characters, they're not as important to me. I, th- I think a good choice for his dad would be Sterling K. Brown that plays uh, Randall on This Is Us. And I, I think he's a fantastic actor. I, I think watching him play the father of a teenager would be pretty interesting. And it would all depend you know, whether they made it as a film or if they put him on The Flash or something like that. Because, like I said, if he's just on another series, all they would need was him. But, yeah, Static Shock. Nice. Uh, I, I looked it up and I was wrong. It actually, <clears throat> it actually premiered in 2000. Okay. So it ran from uh, 2000 to 2004. Yeah, I seem to I seem to remember watching that with my son when he was really little. That's why I was thinking early two thousands. But okay, all right. So um, obviously the rumor has been out about this forever. Um, I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but if it did, this would be my cast of the Thundercats. Okay, yeah, that's on my list too. So we can we can both do our our, our casts. Interesting. All right. Uh, so, all right, I'll start with my lion would be Donald Glover, star of uh, Atlanta and uh, Community. I think I think he he's um, you know he's he's in good enough shape for it. He's cause, and he's supposed to be young because you know he he grew up you know in the stasis tube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's supposed to be youngish. Um, he's cute. And I think that uh, he's got a good mix of um, like actual acting chops and and humor that that would uh, that would serve him well in this role. Who's your Lion-O? I picked Liam Hemsworth as Lion-O because I can see that. Well, you know, I, I think he's 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 young enough to still be able to play the part. He's got the physique. You know, he's not quite as buff as Chris. Chris is too old, you know, but I think that, I think that, uh, Liam would have the, just the, the right age and the right, uh, physique to play the part. And he's a fairly, he's a fairly good actor. You know, he's, yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff already. So, okay. Who who else? Uh, okay. Um, Panthro, the obvious choice, but it's, 
still a good choice. The Rock. Yeah. Yeah, they did a... Um, somebody did a fan-made film... Uh, a fan-made uh, trailer a few years ago. Just taking clips from different um, different movies and stuff, and then, yeah, and then putting effects that. over them to make them look like they're Thundercats. And they put they put Vin Diesel in that role. Um, I yeah. I was kind of thinking she would tell Edgy a four as Panthro because you know, oh. you know it, I, I I think I think that he would I don't know he just brings something that's just interesting to almost every role that I see him in. So I think he would he would bring something that would just make it just a little bit more a little bit more interesting. He might not be as buff and as big as the rock. Because uh Panthro was kind of uh he was kind of like the security guy, right? Well, they were all He was kind like, of the muscle. He was yeah, he his his thing was strength. He was he was like they each had like a quality. Yeah. They they each had like a um, like a defining quality, and yeah, his his was like physical strength. He was also the tech guy, which was you know a nice combination. But yeah, he he was he was the muscle one. Okay. Uh, Chitara. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my initially, I was gonna say uh, Zoe Saldana. Um, everybody always but, picks her. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. A, everybody always picks her. I'm like, she's got, she's in enough franchises. Like she, <laughs> yeah, she's like, like we have spread the wealth around. Um, and I don't have we ever, uh, other than Star Trek, has she ever made a movie with her natural skin color? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I, I'm being facetious. I know she has. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name, but I didn't watch it. Um, but this, Columbiana or something? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It was made by the same people that made Taken. It was a fairly... She did fairly well in that movie, but... Um, yeah, so, you know, she's got the martial arts. She's got, like, the skinny physique. She's cute, obviously. Um, but, uh, like I said, she's, she's, she's in enough franchises. Um, so, I changed my casting to Adrian Palicki. Is that how you say it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, she was all right. <laughs> well, it's her. Uh, no, she was. Uh, she played Bobby on uh, Agents of Shield. Oh, okay. Um, she kind of has a Chitara look already, like the 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 piercing eyes and and kind of the um, like the golden kind of wavy hair, and she's she's also a martial artist, and her Chitara's um, weapon is like a bow staff. Um, and I, I just, uh, I think, I think it'd be a good, it'd be a good call. I was thinking Chloe Grace Moretz and she, I mean, she's, she's semi-retired, but she needs to come back because there's been a lot of people that have bashed her over the years, which I think is kind of what led her to her retirement. But, uh, you gotta, you gotta tell me who she, who she is. Chloe Grace Moretz played hit girl in kick-ass. Oh yeah. Which I mean okay. that she was like eleven or twelve in that, but now now she's nineteen. I think she's about the same age as my son, so she's nineteen or twenty, something like that. And uh I thought I think she's a great actress. I think she was really a- she was good, really good in Carrie. Uh she carries herself older than what she really is, and I think she has a good screen presence. 
And I think that this would be a, a good role for her to have fun with, you know, and I, I'd like to see her do it. If not her, I might have picked somebody like Emma Stone or something like that. But yeah. I think that she's already got a little bit of experience with action from being in, in the two kick-ass films. So uh, I think that she would make a, a pretty good Chitara. Okay. Uh, Who'd you pick for Tigra? My Tigra is Jet Li. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, so, you know, graceful but deadly fast. And for some reason, I, I imagine this version would have, like, a long ponytail. <laughs> and he could... <laughs> He could he could whip the ponytail also as as like a as like another weapon. Uh, <laughs> there's like a blade in the end of it, you know, you know, <laughs> like they you know, do. <laughs> you know how they do. Yeah, those imaginary tiger people. I was thinking, uh, tiger tiger is supposed to be a little bit older than Lion O, yeah. and he's the one that gives him counsel and he, but he, and he's also like the second in command. And I was thinking Joseph Gordon Levitt would be good in that role. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, that's, that's really good. I like that. I think that, I think that he is an excellent actor. And I think that in the next 10 years or so, he's going to be one of the go-to guys for leading man roles. And he's, yeah. he, he's not quite there yet. He's still getting supporting actor roles. Uh, he, he has starred in a couple of movies, but they're mostly movies that he was a producer on. So, <laughs> you know, so but uh, I think that, ev- you know, every actor gets an opportunity to be in like a big CGI blockbuster. And I think that this would be a good one for him. So that's a good, that's a good pick. Cause Tiger is that Tiger is supposed to be like the, the intellectual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's good for the twins. Wiley kitten, Wiley cat. Um. <laughs> so I don't watch a lot of shows that have kids in them. Yeah. So, so I'm not I'm not as familiar with like the names as as I should be. But uh, these did occur to me, and I and uh, they actually play twins already. Um, Miles Brown and Marcy Martin, who who play the the kids, the twins on Blackish. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They'd work. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah funny and and puckish and they're actually pretty good actors so uh, yeah i didn't I, think they were. I didn't put anybody down for those two characters because I th- it'd just be whatever disney channel or nickelodeon darlings were of the time you know <laughs> so but uh but yeah i think that i think they would be a good pick um all right did you do snarf i did i picked wallace i picked wallace sean <laughs> <laughs> For obvious reasons, <laughs> Elijah Wood. Yeah, yeah, that worked. I, I, I think he would enjoy it. Snarf. He's, <laughs> snarf. But but like not not like not like a darker, grittier snarf, but like a, like a little foul mouth. Like, <laughs> like a, what the snarf? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that would be our luck that they they do a dark and gritty Thundercats and Snarf would. Snarf would be like Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> Let's get the Snarf out of here. Yeah. Smoking a cigar or something. I picked uh, Bill Nighy as Mumra. Because uh, Mumra is really almost two characters because he has to be the old wow. and frail. And then he has to be muscular and, and, and immensely powerful. And I think that Bill Nighy is a... Uh, 
he's a great actor, and I think he would have the presence to pull it off. He's already played a CGI-type villain. You know, he was in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Um, the second He was in the second one, and the, he was in the third one. So, uh, but yeah, he's, I mean, he's a, a veteran actor, and I, all of these types of movies, you know, you've noticed in the Marvel movies, they have to bring in one veteran actor, you know, to, I don't know, to bring a little bit of class to what they're doing or whatever, you know. So, so I think Bill Nighy coming in would, uh, would, would do so, that. All right. So I'll do, <clears throat> um, yeah, I agree with you. Mumrise is basically, it's kind of two characters. And, uh, my first thought was Christopher Walken. Uh, and they would just CGI, you know, when he, when he transformed to the thick one. Yeah. Um, and then I thought Robert De Niro, but I can't see him doing CGI. He's like, he wouldn't like, I'm, like, he's like, no, my body is my instrument. Like he just wouldn't do it. <laughs> uh, so, um, I, I decided on someone who, who could play like frail and frightening, um, like under a lot of makeup and do the action and he wouldn't mind wearing like the like the CGI bodysuit for stuff yeah um, Christian Bale Christian Bale as Mumra I can see that I can see that and I didn't think about it until uh, I thought you, started I thought you were going to say Benedict Cumberbatch I was like no <laughs> him again yeah <laughs> I said everything no Christian Bale okay um, and my my veteran actor would be for the role of Jaga. Did you cast Jaga? Yeah, I did. Go ahead. My my Jaga would be Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah. I picked Ewan McGregor just because he can play an old man. Yeah, he can grow a beard, you know, stuff like that. Because Jaga has a big beard anyway, and uh, you know he was. He was a warrior. He Jaga is mostly there in, in the beginning. All of them. You know, he, right. Because he, <laughs> he, he dies pretty much. And then he comes back as like a spirit. So right. the only reason that the, I, I think even McGregor wouldn't work is because everybody would make jokes about him being a force spirit, a force ghost or whatever. And it's Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah. That was the first thing I thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, Patrick Stewart worked too. He's got, he's got a blue shiny, blue shiny and transparent on his resume already <laughs> those are the only characters that i cast did you cast any others uh no that's it yeah because i know that they although it occurs to me now like we didn't cast any villains mumra mumra was a villain well i mean yeah i mean like the like the you know i didn't do uh slide or monkey in her like i didn't do any of those guys yeah i just but assume, like, I mean, a lot of times they just fo- when they do a movie they just focus on one villain you know and then they uh and then if they if they do a sequel, then they'll do another villain or something like that. So I just figured the first movie would definitely be Mumra, and they would want to focus yeah. on that. So, yeah. Okay. Well, let me see. I got. Let me see which one I want to do next. Uh, I've only got one more. So okay. I think <laughs> no, I've, no, I think no. I've got I've got two more. Um, he Man and the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> it, I think they're are they doing that. Yeah, they 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 are. I mean, we got news a while back that McGee was going to make it, and then they came back and said no, McGee's not going to make it. But they haven't announced anything about who's going to be in it or anything like that. So, 
I'm going to make up a cast. <laughs> Go for it. I think He-Man slash Prince Adam, I would cast Alexander Skarsgård in that role. Huh. Okay. He's not the obvious choice. You know, I, everybody... He's not, he's not super beefy. Yeah. Everybody always says The Rock or somebody like that to play... To play I think The Rock is... Actually, I think The Rock is a little too old to play He-Man. You know, He-Man, I, I kind of imagine as being late 20s, early 30s, something. Because, I mean, Prince Adam, you know, you think of him as being a young guy, you know. He's mostly known as uh, Eric on True Blood. Um, more recently, he's been in Tarzan. And I, I think that it would be a nice change from the cartoon and from that original movie to this, to set it apart, cast somebody that's more lean and not like a big muscle-bound guy, you know. He... It would it would kind of make it more obvious that He Man gets his powers from Grayskull and not necessarily from his own his own body, right? You know, yeah. He he didn't look any different. He basically got a tan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a tan and, and took his shirt off. That was about it. Yeah. So uh, plus, I you know I I'd, I'd much rather see someone uh, uh, muscular and lean than to see some lunkhead from the gym. You know, in the roles, I think Alexander Skarsgård could do that. Uh, I would cast Kenneth Branagh as Skeletor. Uh, nice. Kenneth Branagh, I think, would make a great villain, and I think that he could be a very menacing Skeletor, uh, much more so than the film from the eighties did, because that they, they, you know, they didn't do CGI; they just put like a rubber mask on, <laughs> on him. And uh, I think that the uh, the the makeup from that original movie was kind of embarrassing, but I think that they could do it a lot better now. Uh, and I really don't want Skeletor to look like he did in the cartoon because Skeletor in the cartoon, it didn't make sense that he had a skeleton face, but he had huge muscles, you know, <laughs> I don't know exactly. And, how. And, he could, and he could say things like pop. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't do with no lips. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you go, if you go back and you watch some scenes from he, man, Skeletor was a much more comical character than you remember him being when you were a kid. <laughs> no, um, he's ridiculous. Yeah, he he he's, he's like he's like Cobra Commander. He's yeah, like, he was an idiot. Everyone around him knows he's an idiot, but he's like the most powerful idiot, so he kind of got away with right. it. Right, and I never got that when I was a kid. But I go back and and watch clips on YouTube now, and like, you know, Skeletor's a moron. But <laughs> uh, Nick Offerman as Man at Arms. I think sure. I think it's obvious. I think he looks like Man in Arms. I think he could yeah. definitely play a military guy. Uh, pick Rachel McAdams as Tila because I think she looks like Tila, nice. and uh, Anne Hathaway as the sorceress. Nice, yeah, that's totally yeah. And uh, and then Evil Lynn, which is like Skeletor's. Oh, it wasn't really Skeletor's girlfriend. It was like you know she was like second in command to Skeletor, but you know it was a woman. And I think I would put Kerry Washington in that role. So, oh, nice. I think that if they made that movie, it might be pretty good. <laughs> and I, 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 um, I support your choices. And I didn't, I, I didn't cast, uh, I didn't cast Orko. I probably just put Wallace Shawn in that role too. Is <laughs> it just Wallace Shawn for any, any, any voiceover any comical sidekick character? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, if you remember when Hercules, the legendary journeys first started, um, they caught some flack 
because the Hercules wasn't big and muscular. Uh, he was, you know, he was, he was, he was in shape, obviously, mm-hmm. but he, he was leaner. He wasn't, he wasn't like, he wasn't like Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it can, it's, it's been done. It can work. Yeah. What's the next one that you were going to do? All right. My last, well, this is the one that's like the whole script. So you, do you want to do your other one? <laughs> yeah. Let me go ahead and do my other one. Um, I think quantum leap needs a modern movie remake. And I think that in this era where there's so you're going to say that do what I had a feeling you were going to say that, <laughs> uh, in this era where there are so many time travel related shows hitting the, hitting the air. And I think that this would be a good time to do it. If, if it's a movie, it would be a lot different than if they did like a remake of the show, like they did like a 10 episode series or something like that, because the concept in a show would be like it was in the original show. Every week he's a different person, that kind of stuff. But if they, Mm -hmm. if they did it as a movie, then they would have to focus more on the sci-fi and the time travel aspect, because obviously they can't have him leaping into another person every 10 minutes and, and doing something. But, um, I think that if they make a movie, then Sam needs to be played by somebody in his thirties because he needs to be old enough to be believable as a scientist. Um, and I think that the role needs to be played by Carl Urban. I think that he could give the role enough intensity to portray a man that's lost in time, but also give it a little bit of comedy that it needs to keep it fun. So I think Carl Urban could do that. And the only other role that needs to be recast would be Al and, you know, the holographic companion. He's older than Sam. Uh, the original Al was a wise cracking guy, had a drinking problem, smoked cigars, sleeps around. So we could go one of two ways with this. We could either clean him up and make him a little classier, but keep the comedic aspect, or we can slob him up and play up, play up the drinking and the womanizing for more laughs I like the second route a little bit better. If they did that, I think I might pick somebody like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, he, he's a good actor, and, he, and he's really not... Uh, he did Boardwalk, Boardwalk Empire, but other than that, he hasn't been in a lot of stuff lately. So I'd like to see him do a, an epic sci-fi movie that's not Armageddon. <laughs> you know? um, and uh, if they went the other way, if they wanted to class him up, I don't know... I don't know, you know, maybe somebody British <laughs> or, <laughs> or something like that. You know, it would Remember that you say? It would yeah, yeah no, no. I, it would have I, to I was, it would have to con- contrast Sam, you know. So it'd have to be somebody that's a different age. He'd either have to be older or younger than Sam cuz you don't want two guys the same age cuz they're going to be the main two people there and, and Well, I was thinking when you when you were describing uh he could either be classy or or kind of sleazy um i was thinking um lawrence fishburne yeah yeah he can can, well he can do either one really right yeah yeah and and he's old er he is older he is don't come beat me up mr fishburne i'm sorry (laughs) i think you're great all right so what's Uh, the what's the big one that you've got (laughs) all right um so yeah I'm, i'm trying to think of like shows, cartoons, movies that haven't already been redone. And I, I thought like Beetlejuice, I was like, no, nah, actually, no, I don't really want to know. I think they're making another one. But yeah, I've heard I'm that. Like, That's, yeah, I'm like, no, they're done. So I settled on Weird Science. 
Okay. Okay. So here's here's the deal. Um, You're gonna make it a man but, and, and two teenage girls making a man this time. <laughs> no. The classic Hollywood switch around. <laughs> no, although I did consider making Chet a big sister instead of a big brother. Yeah. Um, because they they torture people too. All right, so um, so same premise. Uh, two science nerds, um, beyond unpopular, picked on at school, and um. <laughs> it was the eighties and computers could do anything, so they just made a girl. Right. <laughs> they just made a girl out of the computer. A a what what they call her? It's like a techno a cyber genie or something. Yeah. So yeah, all right. So in this version, in the reboot, um, they instead of hooking up a doll because they don't have a doll, and if you remember, they had they got the picture, they got Kelly the Box picture from the magazine. So they didn't. They didn't hook up a doll. Uh, they just attached the 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 wires to the page of the magazine that has um, the model on it. Um, but what they didn't realize was that uh, it got the 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 form and the face of the model. But on the opposite side of the page, there was like an ad for like a car dealership. <laughs> <laughs> that had its own model. Yeah. So, uh, so the machine does its thing, and but it's confused because it's oh, am I making two people? And it and, and it can't handle that much data. So it creates two bodies, but it kind of splits the personalities. So uh, one is like fun loving, and more more um, emotional and empathetic but not that bright and kind of and, and impulsive. Um, and the other is super hot um, and smarter, but kind of cold and not that fun, kind of boring. All right. So uh, for the funny, nice, but um, kind of irresponsible one, Melissa McCarthy. Okay. And for the smarter culture hot one, Gal Gadot. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and so they they share like one code, so they can't be more than like a few meters apart. So it's not it's not like you can take the hot one out for a date, and leave the wild one at home. So so you know the 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 slapstick comedy comes from the four of them. You know, initially trying to like go out and do cool stuff. Yeah, but one or or one or both of them just kind of ruins it. Uh, they're like they'll put Melissa McCarthy in the trunk. They'll be like, if she's in the trunk, is that close enough? Right? She's in the trunk. It's close enough. <laughs> and so they'll try to be out on a date with her, and then you know, hilarity ensues. All right. Um, so Gary, who is the Anthony Michael Hall character, mm-hmm. um. Again, I don't watch a lot of shows with kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, they were older. They were in, like high school well, yeah, age, you know. So, yeah, like the, so the yeah the, the guys I cast are like 16, 16, 17. Okay. Um, Hudson Yang, who is the kid from Fresh Off the Boat, like the main kid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, chubby, nerdy. He's already got that down, yeah. but thinks he's cooler than he is. 
Um, and Wyatt is a, I don't even know how to say this, Sean Jambrone, who's like the main kid from the Goldbergs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I actually, I'm sure would love, but I've still never seen. Yeah, but, I uh, think you would love it. I would, I mean, you'd have to start from the beginning because, yeah. uh, well, I mean, you wouldn't have to, but I'll. Talk well, about, I would go ahead. I'll talk. talk I, I can talk about the Goldbergs in a minute. <laughs> go ahead, and finish your your movie. <laughs> it's on on the list. Yeah. Um, and the only other major character, because like you know, there was like bullies that he dealt with or whatever. Like the the Robert Downey Jr. character, I don't really care. Um, you know, get whoever for that. Yeah. Um, Chet. That's the the Bill Paxton character, right? That's Bill yeah. Paxton, who ultimately turns into a pile of dookie. Um, like I said, I I I kind of played with the idea of making him a girl, but uh, meh, didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I decided on I I, I couldn't decide actually because I think they'd both be equally good for kind of different reasons. Um, Carlos Valdez, who is uh, Cisco from The Flash, he's a, he's a little bit old. He's like in his late 20s, but he's, he can still play like young 20s. Yeah. Which I think is what Chet should be. Um, or Chandler Riggs from The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> because like in interviews he's like he's he's like funny and jovial but obviously he can also be really intense. So it would be nice to see him uh you know, he might not pass the audition. Right. But I think it would be it would be good to see him try it. Uh to 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 be um a smarter version of Chet but still not smart and you know kind of malicious. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's 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 it, and then the, you know, I said I wrote the script, but basically the 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 the, the main storyline would would be the same, but I think, you know, with the with the two, with the dual body element, um, I think like if you put them in all the situations that we were in before, you know, yeah, comedy scenarios. I was thinking when you said when you said that, I was I was thinking that you were going to say that the the computer picks up the image on the front and creates the girl of their dreams or whatever, but then it sees the image on the back and that, and it creates like the, the villain of the story comes from that or something like that. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, yeah. I mean, if you remember, they, they kind there kind of wasn't really a villain. Yeah. It it was, it was that their immaturity, I guess was the, was the thing to be conquered. And I would, I would, I would keep it that way. Like the 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 problem comes with them trying to get this thing that they think they want when you know, and it never works out because it's not really the thing that they need. Yeah. Okay. For all you kids who never saw, um, who never got what Weird Science was about, there you go. <laughs> Broke it down for you. That's the moral. I wanted to. Uh... <laughs> oh, dude. Go ahead. 80s movies cliff notes. Write that down. That's going to be a thing. You need to start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- yeah. That's definitely a show. <laughs> yeah. I'll put that down. 
No, the, I mean, speaking of the 80s, I was talking about the Goldbergs a second ago. I, I, I think you would like that show because the way that they do it, every week they kind of do a tribute to a different TV show or movie. They don't, like, remake the movie. They just do a lot of stuff that's kind of doing, like, a tribute to that movie. Like, they do they do a Ferris Bueller kind of episode or they do a... They did a Batman kind of episode where just some Batman type stuff happens, and you know the kid, the the main kid, he really likes movies and stuff. So, so he's always making his version of these movies and stuff like that. And and uh, one thing that they do is they never tell you what year it is. They always start the episode off saying, you know, it was May twenty third, nineteen eighty something. You know, at the beginning, that's what the the, the narrator does, and so. There'll be stuff that happens in the same episode that happened years apart in the actual 80s. So you realize that what you're watching is this kid is telling you stuff that happened to him when he was when he was when he was younger, but you're relying on his memory, you know. Right. So he's remembering things a little more jumbled up than what they really happened. So there was one episode where he went to see Ghostbusters in the theater which was 1984. And then later in the episode, they were talking about the Berlin wall coming down, which was 1989, I think, or something like that. So it's kind of interesting that it takes place in the eighties, but it's all jumbled up, you know? So you'll watch something and then one episode though, they're going to see return of the Jedi. The next episode is supposed to be a week later. And they're talking about who framed Roger rabbit, or he might even wear a Who Framed Roger Rabbit t-shirt to go see Return of the Jedi. You know, it's it, it's all jumbled up, but it's it's but it's funny. It's a good it's a good show. One yeah. thing I wanted to mention before we go, and uh, well, two things I wanted to mention before we go, and I, I mean we, we we finished our our topic, but um, I didn't get to touch on this in the news. But Zack Snyder is stepping down from the Justice League. He um, I don't know if you've heard this story yet. Yeah, I know about it. Yeah, he uh his his daughter committed suicide back in March. And he was originally planning to just bury himself in his work so that to just keep his mind off of, you know, everything that was going on with him and his family. And uh ultimately he decided that he just couldn't do it. So he's stepping down. Joss Whedon is coming in to take over. But they're saying that the movie is still going to hit the same uh date in November. And if it's going to come out in November, I'm kind of thinking that most of the filming is it should be finished by now. You know, I don't think there Joss Whedon's not going to be doing a lot of directing on set. You know, he may have a couple more weeks or something like that. He may go back and redo a couple of shots, but you're not you're not going to see a film that's entirely Joss Whedon. It's going to have more of a Zach, right, no. more of a Zack Snyder imprint on it than than that. J- Joss Whedon's basically going to be overseeing the post production stuff. You know, because I mean, with it being May and the movie's coming out in, in November, they've got to be almost finished with with uh, with filming by now. They have to be. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's. I guess it depends on what the uh, what the actual person to CGI ratio is. Yeah. Uh, you know, because they don't. Those two almost run independently. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I. I, I I I did hear that story and I thought the same the same thing or or I I thought that it's not like 
it's not like you're going to get a Joss Whedon movie. Yeah. Like you said, like, I, I don't, you know, he's, he's coming in, like the script I'm sure is written. He might like change some of the dialogue, like on the day or whatever, but you know, he's not, he's not, he's not doing a rewrite. He's not taking over in that way. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, I, and I mean, I know there's a lot of people that don't like Joss Whedon, but for this film, for what needs to be done to step in and finish up, I think he's probably the right person to, to pick. I mean, he, we all, we all love, you know, we, we we talk about Joss Whedon, but we all love the Avengers, the first one, you know. And you know, when I saw the second one, I liked it. It wasn't as good as the first one, but you know, it was it was still an entertaining movie. So, and you know, I love uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Firefly and all that. So I'm not I, I am a Joss Whedon fan. So yeah, I honestly i I was genuinely surprised when I found out like that there was a significant contingent of people who don't like Joss Whedon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like do you don't you know like Spielberg like it's like right. that that's what it sounded like to me not like he's necessarily Spielberg but it's like if someone's like, yeah I, don't, I feel like Spielberg's overrated really I never heard that before <laughs> okay all right he has done he did do batteries not included fair enough that happened all right you almost want to have anytime that you hear somebody say that they don't like somebody that you really like it's like you want to sit down and just explain to them why they're wrong <laughs> <laughs> you know. But everybody's entitled to their opinion, you know. But sure, sure, sure. Uh, the only other thing that I wanted to mention is kind of on a serious tone. As we record this, it is May twenty third. Last night was the uh, the bombing in England at the uh, Ariana Grande concert, and if anybody is listening that was in any way affected by that, I just want to let you know that everybody here at the show, our hearts go out to you. Our prayers are with you. Um, uh, people are bashing Ariana Grande over this over this thing because she hasn't. I don't know why. What does she do? Yeah, that's what I said. My wife was telling me about it. I was like, she didn't bomb anybody, you know. She she was just there. I think it's mainly that she hasn't said much about it on Twitter or whatever. But you got to understand, Ariana Grande is basically a. Uh, she's just a little bit more than a teen teenager herself. She's only well, I mean, she's only like what twenty one, twenty two, something like that. And yeah, I mean, she this sent, is pr- she sent something out like you know this is I'm devastated. Yeah. this is you know, horrible. This is something tragic that's happened to her too. She doesn't know how to deal with people being killed right. at one of her concerts. But I mean, what do you expect? Uh, whatever. Uh, my, the internet is. Uh, my wife and yeah. my wife and my daughter went to one of her concerts a year or so ago, and uh, she was when when she told me that she read online that something had happened at the concert. I was assuming that it was some kind of pyrotechnic thing that went wrong because she has a lot of effects and stuff that go off behind her while she's singing. So I logically, right. I, I I didn't assume it was a bombing. And then when I got up this morning, I saw where the prime minister had uh, made a statement about terrorist attacks. And I was like, well, there you go. But, um, but yeah, if, if anybody's listening that was affected by that at all, our, uh, our thoughts are with you. Our prayers are with you. And, uh, that's that's pretty much going to do it for the show. I want to thank everybody for listening. Remember that the show is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podcast Addict on the Android Store. And make sure that you go to one of those places and subscribe to the show that you'll so that you'll get an update every time we upload a new episode and leave us a rating and a review so that we'll be able to help more people find the show. And we want to hear from you. I know people are listening. I see the download numbers. 
people tell me that they've heard the latest episodes, but we don't usually get a lot of feedback. So I want you to send us some messages and let us know who you would cast in a movie based on your favorite franchise when when you were a kid. And uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, or you can email us at mail at cosmicpotato.com. And, of course, visit our website at cosmicpotato.com for links to everything that I just told you about. And, uh, John, thank you for joining me tonight. Yeah, I was here. I was here. It was fine. <laughs> I didn't go out of my way at all. And be sure to join us next time on Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast, when you might hear John say, "Well, I'll be honest with you, I didn't do anything this week. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't come up with a plan. And because uh, you may not know, but uh, listeners, uh, I, I work for a political publication." So, you know, we've been a little busy. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> past, past few days. Um, I have been, you, you mentioned the, or I mentioned the Goldbergs. Um, I have been, like, I just started listening to the Nerdist podcast, like, a few months ago. Yeah. And they're, like, you know, they're, like, 800 or something episodes. So I've started kind of the most recent ones, and I've been going back, like, I'll, I'll you know, I'll kind of go backwards. So, oh, I like him. Oh, I like her. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, that's the way I do. I don't listen to every episode. I just listen to the ones that jump out at me. Yeah, so it's 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 interesting to hear because the most recent ones, obviously, are like after the election. <laughs> but as you go as you go further back, it's like the way they, you know when they mention not that the show is about politics, but when they mention Trump, it's it's more jokey. Like <laughs> it goes from 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 like resignation. It's like the it's like the stages of grief in reverse. And then eventually they just don't mention him at all. Like I'm at the point now where they, where he's uh, he's just kind of started running, and, <laughs> and and it's very funny. It's all very funny. Yeah. They think it's great. I tell you another one along those lines that you might like is uh, Pete Holmes has a show on that same network called You Made It Weird. Yeah, you made it weird. Yeah, have you listened they, they, to it? I haven't listened to it. They're, they they mention obviously other podcasts that they do. Yeah. Um, so I've I've. Um, there, there are a few that I want to catch up on. He sits but, down uh, with the sa- a lot of the same people that that would be on the Nerdist, but he like starts digging deep into like he'll, he'll ask them about God, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And and and, and some of them, you know, like uh, Louis Anderson broke down and started crying during his interview, you know. So yeah. talking about his father and stuff like that. So some of them are pretty interesting. Some of them, like Bill Bill Nye, the Science Guy, was on there. He didn't know what was going on. He's like, "Why are you talking to me about God?" <laughs> you know, I thought this was an interview. You know, but it's a, it's it's an interesting show too. And uh, Chris Chris Hardwick has a new show on uh, AMC. You know, he does the Talking Dead. Yeah, he used to do the. It's, it's basically it's basically uh, the video version of his podcast. That's what it is. Yeah, he does because uh, he. Because he'll, he'll release it, like, after they do it, he'll release it as, like, the next episode of The Nerd. Oh, does he? I didn't, I didn't know that. He, But yeah. he just calls it Talking. Yeah. Talking with Chris Hardwick or something like that. So, yeah. he's, uh... It's quite a brand you've built, Mr. Chris. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's gonna do it. That's a wrap. Because <laughs> 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 I've already ended the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So...